Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kearns, and I am your host here each and every week as we do our best to introduce you to the artists, designers, and illustrators from around the world who help bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. It's that simple, folks. So we are up to episode number 41. This is our final episode for the year 2017, episode 41, Cuarenta y Uno. 41 episodes this year, and we could not be more excited, and we could not be more appreciative of you and you and you. This week's featured artist is the one, the only, Kim Kirby of Young Athenians. She is the creative force behind Creature Comfort, based down in Georgia, Georgia, and we had a great time speaking with Kim. It is very rare when you get to speak to somebody like Kim. She is an energetic, exciting, interesting person, really made it super easy for me. Actually, the most difficult part was I had to go back and edit myself out because there's so much goodness so many goodies uh, in speaking with you know Kim, whether it's mentioning of other artists or designers or books. And I just, I mean, in reality, I could just let the mic go, and you know Kim would have entertained you for an hour. I mean, it was a wonderful experience for me. We normally start the show off, you know, we, you know, we have a phone call with the artists, and we discuss you know kind of the overall vibe of what we're going to get to, you know, trying to put them at ease or just let them you know feel comfortable with the experience. And in doing so, you know, we, you know, we talk for a bit and then get right into it and say, you know, and really the only, you know, overly formal piece is when we do the, you know, welcome to another edition. But we were just talking and it just was so going so well, you know, that it just kind of went right into it, you know, and I, it was a situation where in my head I said, do we stop and go back and say, hey, let's, you know, let's cut, you know, let's, let's do a clean intro. So the editing in the beginning, you know, is really just, you know, us jumping right into a conversation and letting you, you know, see where things went and, you know, the adventure that we went down. So this is our last episode of 2017, which is exciting. It's a milestone. We're going to be closely approaching on our first year, which is great. You know, we'll be announcing the, you know, fifth 12-pack soon of artists, I would say probably the next week to 10 days. You know, wait till after all the hangovers you know wear off and you know the buzz of uh, you know New Year's Eve. We'll get that out to you. So that's exciting. We have other things in the works, but we'll just leave that as a teaser for you. But if you're looking to learn more information about Kim, you know KimKirby.com is the website um, that also will lead you to her her Royal We of Young Athenians, which is great. You can see all the amazing artwork that she's done. Not only for creature, but just kind of her her story. You know, I don't want to spoil it for you to be honest with you, because it's it's just something that you'll need to experience for yourself. But you can find Young Athenians on Instagram, Young Athenians. You can find us on Instagram, one uh, six oz canvas. Same way you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram. We said that twice, so we're really trying to drive that one home. And then Twitter. So we got all the social media platforms, etc. you know, unlock. So definitely, uh, definitely check us out there and, you know, don't be a stranger. So the work that, uh, we came to learn of, um, of Kim for is with Creature, uh, Comforts and they're out of Georgia, Athens, Georgia. And you can find them out at Creature Comforts Beer on Instagram and then, cre- and then Creature Comforts Beer, you know, dot com. So, a lot of greatness, a lot of goodies here for you. We're really excited to share this episode with you. Thank you once again. It's been a great year, but the year's not over yet. So without further ado, Kim Kirby, Young Athenians, Creatures Comfort, Creature Comforts, excuse me, 16-ounce canvas, Art of Craft Beer podcast. Here we go. We try and bring in other artists from Athens because it is such a music town, and there are so many really good illustrators here. We try as often as we can so, like, if we have an opportunity where I'm too busy, I'll, like, bring in another illustrator. But I'll try and celebratize them whenever I do that just so that people are, like, more than me. Because back when I started out in Athens, I just – my only contribution to the music scene was flyers. 
but then I became like the go-to poster person. And but only problem is it got to a point where it was like I'm not I'm failing out of school because I'm making so many posters. <laughs> and the, you know yeah. the funny thing yeah. is is like UGA would not accept me into their graphic design department while this was happening. Well, fuck it's them. So funny. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Yeah, I, I, I I did not I have, I harbor no bad feelings because I just went to Berlin after that. Yeah, and that's about yeah. Life, and, life experiences are much yeah. Sometimes yeah, I learned a lot more in Berlin. I worked for some like really, really, really anal retentive Swiss and German people. Like I worked at Vice magazine, and I did layout. Like, but it sucked because it was all in German. But the only good thing, only thing I got out of the job was like um, VIP passes to like certain clubs, and and I got to take a couple of really funny do's and don'ts that only showed up in, in Deutsch Berlin. But then I came back here and got back into making, started making posters for VHS or Beta and IMX and did some personal work for Stipe and just started making posters again. Then posters turned into websites, like people being like, oh, and album covers. And then I left Athens again because, like, that artist for artist work wasn't going to sustain me. I went to New York and I went back. I went to work for a second for Vice, but then I ended up over at Swindle Magazine's offices. Okay. Owned by Shepard Ferry, who yeah. I already knew in high school because I used to make posters for the punk scene there, and he was in college, and he saw a couple of mine. I was lucky enough to get to spend Christmas with him and my old art professor once. But um, I worked there and for this for um, his fashion department underneath a graffiti writer called Claw Money, who it was really funny. She like taught me how to tag because sometimes she'd be like, I don't want to go do this, like, in-store graffiti thing that we got paid too much money to do, and I would go in and do it for her. <laughs> but so I learned how, like, working in the field is so much better than going to art school because you just do it like the Renaissance people did, like, go find the masters and go sit under their wing and pick up all their tricks. And then, but then New York got kind of crazy and super busy, and I ended up, weirdly enough, working at a trend forecasting agency and, like, doing all these things for, like, Colt 45 and land coming, you know, trend forecasting. But New York's really cold and it sucks and people are rude. And so we – and my husband um, got a job here at the university, so we ended up in Athens again. But I was like, oh, man, I'm going to end up making um, flyers and, like, eating my roommate's compost again because that's – that was my life in Athens back in the day. Um, and then I was lucky enough to, I couldn't get a job anywhere, so I started a, uh, created another moniker, Young Athenians, so it sounded like a, like a us, so I have an I. Um, and also so that the, the, it, the demographic would never age. You know, nobody would be like, Young Athenians, too old for this job. <laughs> you know, that's never going to happen with a name like that. Um, so, and I was lucky enough that I had an old roommate who, I mean, not an old roommate, I had, had a copywriter who worked for me on websites, lovely girl, Tiffany. She was roommates with David Stein, who um, started Creature. And it was lovely because, like, I came back from New York and I was able to keep all my New York clients, and then my Athens client turned out to be a rock star, you know? So, very fortunate. Yeah, it's a great it's a great story. I think I, I just I like that where the ins and outs go and kind of. Well, it make... all started in a skateboarding shop in Charleston. Shepard Ferry did the did the um, the branding for, and I was like sixteen, and I was working there and like just being a Betty. I didn't skateboard. I just watched people skateboard at the bus station in Charleston, and would watch surfers and and skaters fight all the time at the beach. You know, just like your average 90s Charleston riot girl. And he was like, oh, you know, you can like make a whole bunch of art at Kinko's with five bucks. And it was funny, it came back around and met him again. Because I always wanted to make skateboards or comic books. And then, like, I ended up making beer cans. And it pretty much is skateboards and album covers and comic books. It just all came around. So it's fun. We're really busy. But it's super fun. Yeah, it's amazing how many folks like those that kind of that, that trifecta you mentioned. Like so many folks, you know, 
have done, you know, either gig, you know, gig posters or, you know, uh, you know. Oh yeah, I love that site. Comic books, like people, people, yeah, yeah, I know that gig poster site. I found out that that thing is no longer. I was pretty bummed. Yeah, it's no longer, and I'm so sad. They used to wish you a happy birthday. Yeah. It was. They used to send you like a personalized, like happy birthday. We really like you from gig posters, and it used to crack me up because it was different every year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the guys. I had a bunch of posters on there, like all my VHS or Beta and IMX stuff was on there, and a bunch of stuff that I did for um, magazines. But and that was like I feel bad because I never backed up that artwork, and like that was the only place it was. That and this other website called Coraflot. They have like my teenage, my teenage portfolios, and they're all gone. Well, there's a website I'll look at. Uh, it's called the, uh, it's like archive.org, and they have like the, it's called the Wayback Machine. It's like oh, they, I know about the Wayback Machine. The yeah. thing is, it indexes, never mind, I'm not going to get into web design. Yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah, uh, I, used you, to, I used to do freelance web design. Let's go. We, we okay, have, we have, cool. Yeah, no so, limits here. No Wayback limits Machine here. doesn't grab every single image. It doesn't no. index everything. Right. So if you ask it to go back and look at something like <coughs> an RSS feed, full of just image thumbnails, because that's what Coraflot is, and what Gig Posters is, it'll grab, like, every other one. It, like, won't grab them all. Um, so I'll, like, go, and it'll basically be, like, a, a checkered box of, like, images that are gone and not there. But it doesn't always grab everything, especially for, like, social media, because I try to use Wayback Machine to, like, try and find Friendster, try and find, like, a friend of mine on Friendster, and that did not work at all. But I do love the Wayback Machine because I love to, whenever I get a web design client, I like to see all the, if they tell me, like, we've been through a bunch of designers because you get that sometimes in your first client call where they immediately start, like, poo-pooing all the creative that's ever worked for them, which is kind of a scary thing to hear as a designer because it's a little bit of a warning that they might be difficult. So what I'll do is I'll use the Wayback Machine to go look at their companies website branding over the years and see if it really was that bad or if it was like really good and maybe these are just clients who like want their whole website to look like GeoCities. Ah, nice. Good reference. I like that. I know. Nerds fell over here. That's how I got started. That's how I got started doing websites. You know, I, I would do that then it was like, wait, I can do this for free and then I figured out ViewSource and my teenage mind exploded. I was like all about it. So yeah, yeah definitely. When I was... It was really funny. Like, um, I did a MySpace page. Um, I did. I was kind of well known. That was my first web design. Was like making crazy band pages on MySpace. And Billy Ocean liked my MySpace page so much, he made me his number one friend for like a year. And I kept on hitting him up and being like, "Let me redesign your thing," because I was like all obsessed with Casablanca Records labels. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, my, my vector art, my vector art that's, like, really, really, like, lots and lots of colors deep, as opposed to, like, what everybody sees, which is the more flat stuff. All of that, my big goal is just to look like an airbrush artist from the 70s. But I haven't gotten to put any of that out yet, because, like, printing methods aren't that good yet. You can't do airbrush effects, I guess, with printers yet. You're going to be a pioneer. You heard it here first, folks, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think that I don't think that it's going to work all the time because of the match up those plates. I just worry a lot about like who the printer is at the end because I grew up and my dad owned a my dad and my uncle owned a bunch of screen printing factories in Charlotte, like around Charlotte and Rock Hill, South Carolina, and they did, they like made it was the first time I ever saw Hello Kitty. You know, all that stuff was, like, screen-printed and Ralph Lauren towels. And I remember sometimes that Ralph Lauren would, like, order, like, a really thick terry cloth towel, but then send us this, like, minute engraved artwork. And it would just be like, ah, we've been ordered to do this. Just these logistics of manufacturing where, like, everybody who's a decision-maker is on the one side of the country or another, you know. So I'm really happy that th- these days we can do FaceTime. And I hope that in the future I can get printers to, like, do a live FaceTime with me to look at my cans and my posters and my print jobs before they go out. Because I can't really, like, fly to Florida or, you know, California or wherever to check everything. So I always feel like there's this big leap of faith. Yeah, now do you work with the same printers for the cans all the no. time? Or do you, it's a different no. one? No. 
I have cans where they're like totally different dimensions, and the client's like, I want the can to be identical on every can, but they'll have like a really geometric shape or a very, very definite height based design, and I'll have to like rearrange it. And but luckily, I got a um, I bought one of those digital, digital um, calibrated um, measuring things. I can't remember what it's called right now. Is it the technical but name for it? <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a good technical name for it, but essentially it's a ruler that's electronic. Okay. It's like perfect. So since I've been using that, that we have gotten a lot better at like doing mock-ups and printing out the mock-ups in the office and being like, yes, like because the 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 creature comforts can that that line is really important because there's like that line needs to match up every single time, like because it's a it's a distance geometric view or like from a distance you like recognize something like the Campbell's soup can aisle since they did everything red and white it's not like about the individual it's about how the like the big thing stacks up on the shelves yeah i want it if it was my my i would like it if we could keep all the bottom labels the same color yeah so tell me yeah so tell me like what's yeah what's like young young athenians like like what's the what's this what's your squad over there parties like what's the what's the 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 corporate atmosphere? Yeah. Um, pool parties. If you like, right. check us out on Instagram. Is like images of other people tags. Pretty much pool parties. We just have pool parties all the time. Nice. We're here. <laughs> and in the, I'm here in the northeast. My whole house is freezing. like I work out of my house, but like we bought a house. It's like here's the parents section of the house, and here's the kids section of the house. So we turned the kids section of the house into into um, computer labs. Okay. And um, my husband records back there. He's a musician, um, and he's got like a sound little sound lab back there. And um, I'm really excited. We like we. I don't know. It's a really cool house. I just don't want to describe it too much. But um, I love my house. You should send somebody over here to do a photo shoot of it because it is actually pretty sweet. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, okay. I think we'll be down. In, um, uh, we'll be down in Georgia. When I say we, I do what you guys do with the young Athenians. It's basically me, but I like to use the the royal we. It makes it sound like it's a. I use the royal we as well. I'm Thank a huge you so fan. Much for doing that. Yeah. Well, I just learned that we uh, never ever say sorry. Always say thank you. All right. And never refer to someone as. Try and say y'all as much as possible. I do like a good y'all, even though I'm a, I'm definitely a, a yank. But I, I do any when I go down south, if I'm there, even if like Tennessee, if you I'm there for, I pick it You're up. You're here like, long enough, I reckon you'll say it all the time. <laughs> I do declare, yeah, I say y'all, and I, I love it. So I definitely y'all is one of it's the when people say it just makes me smile. So it's definitely a word that like has. Oh, who doesn't but, want to sound like Leghorn, Foghorn, or whatever do, his name yeah, is? I do declare, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He well, he's a. He is definitely someone who resembles most of my my male role models growing up. Um, <laughs> but I grew up like south of Charleston in like a swamp. Um, so I like I kind of like I love it down there. It's gorgeous. It's just like a little too little. It's a little too. I do declare. So I came up to um, Athens. It's kind of like it's kind of like I guess how Austin is. It's just one of those. Everybody's an artist. Like, I even moved into, like, what I thought to be a normal neighborhood, and it turns out, like, everybody living on my block is either, like, a really well-known engineer, like, a studio musician who gets flown out, like, a, um, he and his wife, they do crazy stuff. The other neighbors are, are, are ceramicists. It's just, it's just, I don't know, Athens is just an artsy, fartsy kind of place, and it's perfect. I was gonna so, say it sounds like a, it sounds like a good good place to be. It is. It's in the and it's pretty cheap still. Nowhere else is still cheap, even though I shouldn't say that publicly. Yeah, I was like, gonna say you're a bunch of bunch of hipsters. Yeah, they'll become the next Brooklyn. I mean, who knows? I think it is gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be the next Brooklyn ever because everybody everybody's um um. I think that it's more transient in Athens than it is in Brooklyn. I think people stick it out longer in Brooklyn than they do in Athens. Because people come here for education, and then they come here to record an album, and then they go and tour, and then they find a city they love a little bit more, and then they call us up and go, Peace, will you watch my cat? Yeah, right. And then they move back like three years later. So it's like, it's a lot of shuffle here. Like, you got to go out and spend time with people, because sometimes you don't know when you're going to see them next. 
Yeah. So you, the, is that your new business plan, the Young Athenians uh, Cat Homes, Home for Runaway Cats? Oh, my God. I would be so good at that. That would, yes. How many cats yes. do you have? How many cats do you have, Kim? Watson. I have one cat. Watson. He's, he's sleeping in front of the fireplace right now on a mm. fur. Yeah. He e- is e- spoiled. Yeah, I was going to say, even your cat's like a boss. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, my cat is a boss. I'm, I'm an Aries Taurus cuss. It says in the book, like, watch out. But also, like, I'm really into, like, my house and staying home and being isolated. But I throw a lot of parties. I was going to say, because, like, the vibe I get is very, like, it's the the music and everything. It just seems like a cool, eclectic group. But that's I like that. You bring the party to you. So well, there's a of, whole yeah. bunch of people who get involved. Like, I'm not the only, like, an, a yeah. lot of the projects. We try and, on the website, we try and say specifically who did what. I know. And I, I'll just interject real quick. I, I love that. And even... That's helped me, you know, it's definitely made my life a lot easier trying to find folks, but I think that it's really, I think it just, it says there's kind of a, there's a bigger message when folks, you know, recognize, you know, other folks who are part of the project. I, I think it's really important, but I definitely have seen that happen more and more, and I definitely... I, but I feel like the, my office is kind of a cabbage patch. I get so many, yeah. like, interns and student workers that come through where, like, they come in and they're, like, really good illustrators with um, Illustrator and they know InDesign really well. But then they come in, and I teach them code, and I teach them, like, manufacturing best practices. Because, like, I was lucky enough to go to SCAD and at least get to take, I took, like, three courses in industrial design. So I didn't graduate, but I got, like, a little bit of a foreground. And when I worked for Claw, like, I got to make Nikes for her. Like, I got to translate her artwork to Nikes. Um, And... Working with those industrial designers, they taught me a lot. So it's really fun getting to teach the people who come in here. Like, because I'll get illustrators, and they'll be like, yeah, this is a one-time gig. And I'm like, you're good enough to keep going. Keep going. Like, let me show you how to make a website real quick. Boom. You know, and then then you start seeing their artwork all over Atlanta. And it's like, you just get really excited. Well, I think that's, I mean, I, I definitely think that there's a lot of people that can do one thing really well, but to learn the business part of it and learn kind of the, the larger game, I think is really essential. And that's one of the things we've kind of, the entrepreneur is, you know, somebody we really, we really dig on. They might be a good drawer or, or, or illustrator or designer, but if they don't know how to, you know, work with a client or, or bring those visions to life for other people, I think there's... And the other thing is people need to be less shy about money. Because whenever you go to the doctor's office and you walk out of there and they bill you, they bill you right then and there. You don't get to argue with the doctor about whether or not, like, he fixed you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right? It's like, like no, there's nothing wrong with you and you didn't really need to come here, but we're still going to charge you for your arm and a leg. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, just the thing is, is, like, treat your pr- trade, your craft, like a profession and be serious about it and go, when was the last time, like, a plumber slumped his shoulders and, like, twiddled his thumbs and put his toes together and went, I don't know, $15? You know, I have, I see my friends do that sometimes, and I'm just like, no. And because if you can get over the hump of, like, not being afraid to talk about money with people, then you can start putting zeros on the ends of things. And also you can just become a better communicator because, Clients always want to understand ROI and return on investment. And if you can't communicate to them the return on investment they're going to get from your work, then they're not going to see any return on investment. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember when I, way back in the day, I did freelance websites and it was like, wait, like, to your point, I was the guy who was like, okay, we'll, we'll do it for this cheap. And it was like, all right, and they would, you know, like like uh, we interviewed somebody, and they said, you know, if I had, you know, can't wait to the uh, cash and all the exposure that people keep promising me, you know, when's that going to turn into paying my bills, you know? So I think everyone's... No, don't yeah. casual exposure, I swear to God. Like, you get, I say three years. It, it takes, a, this is what I know from running businesses, and this is the best advice I think I can give to anybody who wants to, like, become a business. I have seen so many businesses, like, nosedive, we did everything we could do. It was not our fault. It's not Young Athenians' fault, but the nosedived. And we have other businesses that blew up. And it was all about whoever was the dude up front negotiating loves people. 
but is simultaneously selfish for himself and for the company, you know, like, but you have to like really, really, really kind of love people to be in that position because you have to constantly be forgiving them. And I have that guy. I love him. Um, um, you've talked to Mercer, right? Yeah. Yes. He, he handles all my people for me. He's like, I don't know. I wouldn't get anything done without him. That was the biggest problem wherever I was starting the business though, was that, um, when I started Young Athenians, nobody recognized me for two years. And then we went boom, and I couldn't handle it. I was spending all my time, you know, doing client management and no time designing. And that's the same thing that happens to all my clients. If they stick it out the first two years, they tend to always run into some boom management where they become so hot that they can't supply, you know. So everybody just try and stick it out that two years, but be prepared. Get yourself somebody else to help you client side whenever whenever it starts getting really fast because you can't be the chef and the hostess of your restaurant yeah i I think that's i think that's great advice and we are back kim kirby 16 ounce canvas art of craft beer podcast just a glimpse a little insight into the workings her career her path world traveling all over the place and it's just a really good story of you know working hard and appreciating your craft and just grinding i mean just going all traveling all over the world you're not getting into this school or going here and then going there it's you know it just seems like you know if you're on the tracks and kim's coming through she's gonna you know she's coming you're not stopping her so i just really it was an interview that i had no expectations because you know kim and i have never met I've really only had, you know, a handful, maybe even less than that, of, you know, creature beers. And so when you have these moments or your, your abilities to kind of just get a pulse of somebody that you don't know and share those with others, it's really, it really makes doing this, you know, a lot of fun. It really makes it really insightful. I always look for the people's stories of the grind or the, the path or how they got there. You know, the career advice that they can share without, you know, realizing they're even... You know, dropping knowledge. You know, and Kim's got a you know wealth of that. You know, she's a new lover of life. She's got a great you know, her lenses you know are really beautiful, and I think that she has a good energy to it. I think that what she's bringing in the art for a creature and her clients is really unique. I think she prides herself on that, and I think that she's really, uh, like I said before, and we'll say it again, is a great way for us to end uh, 2017. If you haven't had a chance to, you know, go check them out. Youngathenians.com, Athens, Georgia. We definitely need to be visiting, hitting up some of the you know, some of the pool parties over there. Everybody seems to be having a good old time over at Young Athenians. So check it out, youngathenians.com. You can find them on Instagram, Kim Kirby, K-I-M-K-I-R-B-Y.com. Find out more information there. And like I said, you're here at the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Our last episode of 2017, Quarenta y Uno, episode 41. 41 more episodes than we thought were humanly possible. And we thank everyone for being a part of the project. So let's see. What more do we have for you? Well, there's a lot of goodies coming up in the second part of this. Get your pens and pencils ready for the music references. Lots of knowledge is dropped here. We will, when we put out this playlist, I mean, we probably could put out our own, you know, Kim Kirby playlist. So we had her share some of that with you. It'll be a little bit of a teaser for you. She's a lover of music. It's part of her story, soundtrack to life. And it's just uh, another great, great adventure to share here with you at the 16 ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. It's that time, folks. The year is almost over. So without further ado, we're going to get right back into it. This makes great. You know, goes pairs well with ball droppings, with festive events, friends, families, road trips, adventures. Take us with you. If you're new here, welcome. Enjoy. Dive into the archives. Like I said, 41 episodes. So if this is the first one for you, that means you have full 40 to go. So get back in there, enjoy, and have a great time. So thank you. And without further ado, this is the second part of our Kim Kirby exclusive interview, Young Athenians. Creature Comforts, 
Right here, right now. So as we get back into this next segment, you know, I included some of the, you know, the conversation back and forth with Kim and I because I felt that it was a good way to show, you know, the genuineness and, you know, show Kim. I really, like I said, I really enjoyed speaking with her and, you know, her ability to speak you know, what some might think is, you know, rambling on, and she was concerned about that, to me, was a real genuineness, and I think it was a real kind of, you know, willingness to share her perspective on things. So we kept it in there. You know, we do edit the episodes. You know, there are pieces we take out in the front and the back, you know, if, you know, where, you know, where we try to clean things up. But I just wanted to include that in there. I wasn't trying, you know, to show anything other than the the genuineness and one of the things that really you know took away and really enjoyed from speaking with Kim was you know her perspective and her uh you know perception and perspective on life and I felt she was a really genuine and and true person which I think sometimes is you know hard to find in this day so just wanted to preface that you know it just comes it comes in right the front and just uh you know uh, I probably spent more time you know prefacing that so here we go yeah, I hope I didn't ramble that on. No, I think it's important because, like, uh, you know, we've had different people and they've said, you know, they learn, they you know, they work for, you know, more corporate stuffy gig for a while and they learned, like, the intricacies. Like, they weren't being taught how to vector, right? They weren't being taught how to do, you know, lines and, you know, how to shade. But they were taught, like, okay, here's how you put together a proposal. Here's how you get a contract. Here's how you do all these things. And so... Oh, and I learned how to put together proposals making them for other people right exactly people would bring me like microsoft word documents that were like an excel spreadsheet and be like make this into a beautiful yeah. that's a gr- fyi great way to pick up money in new york craigslist and is picking up powerpoints i was charging like four hundred dollars a powerpoint it was dope i do two powerpoints my brooklyn rent was covered but you just go on the financial section and you look at people who, they won't post in creative, they'll post in financial. And you just go on there and you go, I'll make a PowerPoint. Oh, you need it today? That's $400. And you just take their, like, horrible, shitty Microsoft Word document and make it glisten, you know? Make it, like, way too sexy. And then they'll tell their friends about you, and then next thing you know, you're, like, a PowerPoint artist. That happened to me for a little bit. It was kind of sad. Because Jessica's PowerPoint is soul-sucking. Yeah. <laughs> but if <laughs> yeah. you have to read these things, if you have to design them and make look at them, they're a script. Yeah. And then you make a comic out of it. And it's the most boring stuff in the whole wide world, but you just make a comic out of it. And the next thing you know, building all those infographics, you're like, oh, shit, I know Excel. And my my like, I know all this stuff about businesses and banks and collateral. Like, I didn't know until I did one of these that you can use signed contracts as collateral to bank. If, you have, if you're a designer and you have, like, eight contracts for the year, you can take them to the bank, and if they are equal to having money. Oh, man. I love this and shit. That, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, I kind of wish that, like, in art school they would teach some financial and business know-how. Because if I could go back, that would, I would be much wealthier if I had learned these things in college rather than having to learn them on my feet. So if any college kids are out there and you have the opportunity to take an accounting class or a small business management class, take it. Because art school, I remember getting told all the time um, at, at UGA, learn how to be a, a bartender or a carpenter. They were That was the subtext all the time. And when I was at college Charleston I learned from Paul Hitopoulos it's better to not sell a painting for $50,000 than to not sell it for 5000 and even better than to not sell it for fifty. like you put your own value on yourself yeah so yeah one, yeah. Of, one of the artists we featured uh, Matt Leach he does work out of Virginia he teaches uh, he teaches a class like that at the at the university that he, it's near oh my god ask him if he does it as a as a as an online course Oh yeah, that'd be good. That he should start blow doing up. it. Yeah, he does it. James Madison, and then, then to bring it full circle, one of the other guys we interviewed who lives near in, in Savannah, Mike Lawrence, does work with uh, Tired Hands out of Philly. He went to SCAD too, so I mean, it's kind of it's just kind of really. You said that a while ago, and I was like, that really pushes technique before concept development, 
Like, UGA was real, like, emotional and feely-grabby, except for one professor, Mark Callahan. He was really, like, all about the epistemology of learning how to research, teaching me how to be a technologist, you know? But SCAD, they don't care about your feelings. <laughs> they don't want, like, you know, and they don't ask for, like, a whole lot of proposals to be written or anything. They're just like, do you know how to carve this thing or how to do this skill? And I remember just the workload at SCAD was 10 times higher than UGA or College Charleston. They, like, work you there. They're turning, they're, it's a machine out there creating industry hands for L.A., I think. But, because everybody I meet who's in L.A., just by, by coincidence, I guess, everyone I know in L.A. is also a SCAD student. Mm. And they're all working in movies. Yeah, it's got, yeah. Those are all my comic book friends. Yeah, what kind of comic books you do? Because we got, we definitely get a lot of comic book. Uh, I wouldn't say nerds, but I just like yeah. yeah but. Uh, my big thing is just like collecting heavy metal magazines, and like I love like really I love like um, um, Thomas Finland, super duper duper into anything black and white, like Black Flag. Um, what's his name? Ah, oh, shit, shit, shit. He also did Sonic Youth Goop. Um, Raymond Pettibon. Raymond Pettibon's a biggie for me. God, like, there's just so many. Like, the Circle Jerks posters, really big deal. Um, oh, my goodness, all those comics that he drew, the gorillas, the whole concept of the gorillas. Why aren't there, like, 40 different bands like the gorillas? Like, Tank Girl. I want a Tank Girl lookalike contest as a teenager. Um, I don't know. That's the Dark Horse Comics, Death, Shadow, um, yeah, all that stuff, but that French comic book artist, my friends keep Instagramming me, even though I've known him all my life, because he was, like, a regular contributor to heavy metal, but I don't remember his name, but he's French, and, like, everybody knows him, and he uses blue and orange a lot, but, yeah, those are the comics I'm into, but I'm not, like, a, I, I don't, like, avidly read comics, not anymore, I already have, like, three ch- chests of comics and I don't need to add to it. But it's mostly like it's mostly like books on Ray- Raymond Pettibon and stuff. Like and collections of like punk poster books from the eighties from back when I was a, a punk. Do you have a, a library there? You have a big library of stuff you just kinda I think I imagine that just being wall to wall and from like I cool, have like cool libraries in like every room. My husband's a librarian by day. So we have a lot of books. For real? Our house is filled with books. That's yeah. yeah. That's how yeah. My wife is uh, she loves to read, and our son, our son does too. So it's it's been pretty epic to to see that transformation. One of her favorite things, which is awesome. Oh goodness, yeah. Like my oh, and like a really, 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 really good art history book I'd like to recommend to everybody is like American Visions. American Visions. By uh, shoot, I can't remember his name, but he was the um, he was the the art the art critic for Rolling Stone magazine through the 60s and 70s and 80s. And he wrote like a, f- a freshman year entry-level intro to American art book, and it is amazing. It's called American Visions. And it's like hilarious and well-written, and he personally knew Basquiat, and he hated his guts. And like, if you look it up, like they had like such an art world scandal of a feud going on. So his insight into like Andy Warhol and all that is like, and also the punk scene and, like, the punk artists. Like, he's really, really, he covers it all. Robert it's Hughes? Like, oh, Robert Hughes, yes. Nice. I can't believe I forgot his name. He looks just like my dad. Well, you've been dropping names all over the place. At least I got to do is Google something for you while you're telling it. So don't even worry about it. Yeah. Google that shit, folks. The It is uh, American Visions, the epic history of art in America. So check it out. Nice, nice stocking stuffer for the holidays. Or oh, <laughs> it's a big old book. Yeah. And when you're in when you're in college, you have to carry that shit with you all summer. It's miserable. But oh my goodness, that is such a good book. Um, all right, and then here we are. Um, yeah. All caught up with my life story. Yeah. And you're yeah. I don't need to do anything. I just basically just need to keep them keep the the tape rolling, man. You just make it. You just you're running. So I appreciate that. You make 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 my job easy. Now. Oh, I talk. 
a chocolate mile a minute. Probably that's all good. I have filter. Yeah, right. I need a filter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we have you unfiltered. So, did did you do the logo and design work for for Creature Two, or how did that kind of? I did of... not do the logo. The logo was done by the same artist who did the national um, logo, and I also think Empire South, the restaurant in in um, Atlanta. Okay. But he did. He is. I don't know why he didn't do the rest of the cans. They just came to me with a with a logo and the and the beautiful um, light bulb that said um, drink um, crave curiosity, and that was it. That's like your mantra, yeah. Yeah. So and they're curious folks, and I'm curious, and we hit it off on our first meeting, and they. And it was it was just crazy. Just like um, we did Tropicalia like a bazillion times over because when that started, that was like really art by committee. And, you know, when a committee tries to design a horse, they always make a camel. So I made a couple of camels, but then I like made one and was like, ah, this is it. And I was like, I'll do whatever you want on Athena. So Athena, like that's how it got its like crazy downtown scene because it's like a scene of downtown Athens except for with um with with it growing hay I'm sorry wheat and the goddess Athena walking through it and then the next one was reclaimed rye which oddly still hasn't come out that one's crazy though it's like a gigabyte of vectors it's it's supposed to be the wood wall behind um behind the bar the reclaimed wood they use throughout their like architectural branding and that is what it's supposed to be referencing except for there's a lot of arguments about the colors uh, just because it's just very 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 hard it's very subtle the more colors you bring into subtlety so um it's just i don't know it's very difficult like i was looking at this beautiful can the other day it had like fall fall trees like with the trees turning brown and it was so many tiny dots so close together and it was just really, really beautiful, and I've yet to see anything else that detailed. But I would say that's still like a big challenge for me. Like that, I wanted, I kind of want to do digi wrap cans all the time, just so I can get tiny details and more, more details than than with the with the six color limit on screen printing. And then I did a whole bunch. I did, I made them like the Tropicalia tank, which I think is more popular than the beer. Oh my God, there was like a photograph of this music festival in Athens and it was just like an entire crowd of men wearing Tropicalia t-shirts. It was the funniest thing ever. And yeah. And then from there we've been doing artist cans. Like whenever I found myself like too busy or the timeline too crunchy, I'm just like, let's bring in another artist. And that's how we, how we've done those with cosmic debris, cocoa bunny, um, table beer, which other one? Yeah, those are the only ones. Um, and then we'll probably do some more down the road. And right now I'm working on a, on a new logger. And I've been, it's, it's crazy because, like, we're kind of breaking the rules with this one because it's going to be a 16-ounce as well. And I think people are really excited about that. And, oh, we just did the, the Run the Jewels can. Yeah, I was going to say, awesome. yeah, I was, I was, yeah, when you said the 16-ounce, that was the first thing I thought it was. It was stay, stay gold. Which oh sick. my god, those printers, those printers. They did such a good job. Oh my gosh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head what they're called. I think it says so on the can. I think I actually put their logo on the can. It's the only can I put my logo on. Like all the other cans, I haven't, I, I haven't signed my artwork. I don't know what the rules are. Should I be signing my illustrations? Hell yeah, that makes my, a, makes my job easier. We, folks are doing it more and more. I mean, one of the, I know Pipeworks does it a lot out of Chicago. They do it a lot uh, with that, and I've seen it, I've seen it more and more. Uh, KCBC out of Brooklyn does it. Yeah, I think m- more and more folks are doing it. So I definitely think, you know, I think it'd be, I think it's, uh, I mean, especially your okay, logo. Cool. I think your logo will look cool on it. I just worry about being, like, obnoxiously pushy, you know, with no, my brand. Um, Main thing is, like, for a while I took us off the Internet just because we were getting too busy. and But now it's, like, really chilled out. It's awesome. The I used to be, like, on Squarespace's number one page for featured designers. And, whoa, like, the web work exploded. So I just, like, quit doing that. 
I just do it like slickly now, you know, hopefully in, in combination with package design. So right now I'm trying to always give people like, I want to do it top to bottom, which we've been doing. Have you seen the Oconee brewing cans yet? The, let's see, I think I actually saw them on your, wasn't they on your site? Um, I think so. We need, if not, we're going to put them up today. Um, it was really great. We, um, we've been working with this really amazing illustrator who you probably know from Wicked Weeds' work, Hal Golson. Hell yeah. Um, How's a good dude? Yeah, we had him is, on. He's a dreamboat to work with. Like, he and I want to go out to, like, the Cannabis Cup together and go, like, drum up work and become a super team. Well, let me know if you need a sidekick for that. Yeah, Hal's the man we've been trying to figure out how to get together. He was one of the first. He's probably one of the first artists I spoke to on the phone who was kind of like, what are you trying to do with this project? He's like, what, what was it? And we hit it off. Yeah, he's great. So I think he's like episode like seven, maybe six or seven. Yeah. Oh, he, he is sick. Oh my god, amazing. Yeah, I super. Love him. Yeah, super yeah, vivid. He's, he's really a dream lucid. To work with oh, great. Like, our I love his linear work. Like we just fit together like so perfectly. So hopefully, like we've just done that collab together, where I just come up with the geometry. And then I tell him what the content is that we've negotiated with the client. And then Hal just draws it up. And he and I are like, we want to be heavy metal magazine. Like, that is our goal. Like, whenever we talk on the phone, we just, like, get pumped up about heavy metal. Yeah, like I said, that's that that fucking gives me the warm and fuzzies. Sorry. But, yeah, I just love when like, the fact that you guys know each other and work that's and are working together is killer. Yeah, he's great. So, What's up, Hal? Episode number eight, Hal Golson. He does work at Wicked Weed, so check that out if you're diving into the archives if you're new here. That is awesome. Good. Sorry to, I just had to plug that because he, yeah, he was a, he was an early uh, he, he was an early believer in the project, so I always uh, I, I don't forget, and so that's good. Well, I love it because it's like I love how beer can culture is becoming more similar to sneaker freaker culture. Yeah. Because, like, I know a lot more about sneaker freaker culture than I do about beer. And I can just I afford the beer. I can't afford the sneakers. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford the sneakers. Not only that, like, I don't have the room. Right. I'm not one of those girls with a, with a bunch of shoes. I'm wearing, like, a camo jacket and all black. Yeah. And, like, you know, and I'm barefoot all the time. So, even even in this weather. But it is... It is not my, my cup of tea. Even though it was really fun getting to make sneakers and getting to see, like, people walk right around the block to see them. But I like seeing people wrapped around the block in Athens, Georgia, at Creature Comforts to go pick up cans. Like, the pickup for Stay Gold was unbelievable. Like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I could not believe the turnout for that. Do you just go and like check it out, like see the folks, and you're like, they're yeah, it's cool, well, right? When I, I when I first started working for them, I lived down the street from where they were opening. Oh, nice. So I would just like pop in all the time, and now I live like I don't live immediately down the street. So whenever I'm in the area, I just pop in. But I'm also like, don't you know who I am? And they all laugh <laughs> at me for it. But they're a really sweet crew. Like the Creature Comfort crew is. Whoa, like their their company in life is they're a community. Like, I don't know, they're just like really, 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 really nice, like dozen or so people. Now, I think they're more than that now. Yeah, probably. They're, yeah, they're growing now. Like, I think the new law right passed, right? They can serve beer out of the, out of the, out yes, of the brewery. They can. So that's pretty clutch. I think that's a, it's kind of crazy that doesn't exist everywhere. But now, how is the process working? Like, how, how, do they tell you the new cans coming out? They have a new beer coming out. Like, what's that? What's that process like? From they tell me, and then we go in for a meeting, and I bring Mercer because he's my translator. Because I talk so much and I get nervous, and um, and I'll get like focused on like something they said, trying to like really memorize it, so I can be like, they really don't like this thing, or they really love this thing. Try and absorb that. So I'll space out for a second, miss something. So I bring Mercer along, and we both take notes, and we talk out the concepts with them. And then we come back with, like, basic geometries. Like, um, I I like to hand in things that are, like, here's, like, the outlines of things, and this will be positive space, and this will be negative space, and look at how this will work on a shelf as a group. 
and then they then then we all kind of agree on that. That's how we did for the for the first cans. How we were like we're gonna have a colored band on the bottom, and like party at top business on the bottom, and then since then it's been like commissioning illustrations where they're just like like Tritonia. They're like we want something like Athena, but we want a mermaid and we want it to be water, and then I get to spend like a week drawing that, and that is just the funnest and the silliest because sometimes they're like, okay. What the mermaid needs is a giant lion floating beside her, and I'm like, ha ha, all right, whatever you want. So that's how it is. It's very much so like I I come up with the geometry. They 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 suggest content. I provide back illustrated content, and then they make then they request revisions, and then I come back and then I give them like you know I come back with the with the with the revised artwork. I think it's pretty similar to most people's process. Now, so you, so you, the, the young Athenians, the the royal we came up with the you know the the, the dual panel uh, design. That's that was we brought that to them. Oh, you mean the 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 design being divided into yeah three fifths and two fifths? Yeah, we brought that design to them. I was looking at a whole bunch of like Art Deco from Britain. I this, I bought this book. Brit, British Art Deco, and I kept on seeing all these like lovely signage outside of buildings and gentlemen's clubs and and you know jazz bars, and I really like that. And then in front of the Creature Comforts building is the same kind of similar, but it's American industrial, like American post World War II industrial, but still kind of Art Deco, like lettering. It says Creature Comforts. And I wanted to mimic those two things. So I wanted to bring, like, that marquee wall, like, using a wall as a marquee, using architectural lettering. And then on the top, just be like, party ideas. And, like, what kind of silly thing can we do to make people turn the can around and have a personal experience with it? Because remember when you got a Happy Meal when you were a kid and it was a gorgeous Happy Meal? And then sometimes you just get that generic Happy Meal that was just like a picture of Ronald McDonald and like a crossword puzzle. Like you want to do a crossword puzzle while eating greasy food in the back of your grandmother's station wagon. Like you would just get so disappointed. So I just want to make everything like a 360 fun experience. Yeah, it's good. And I, I like it, especially now with the, the, you know, the Instagram culture. It's like when people, I just love when people line them all up and you can see like the whole long story of it. Like it's just not like it's, it's an interactive experience. I mean, obviously drinking yeah, is social. Yeah, because if you see them at a distance, know. you see them at a distance, you know they're all creature comforts. Right. Even though it's not the logo that stands out, it's just that all it is is that geometry. People love symmetry, but if you throw that symmetry ever so slightly off, like a really beautiful woman with like, um, you know, um, a gap in her teeth, like, you know, like Kate Moss has, like, perfect face, messed up teeth. Like, there's something that happens there that's really intriguing. So I always like to make things really perfect and then knock something over to the left, which is so funny because my friends are always sending me those, send your friends something that will drive a graphic designer crazy, you know, like those OCD tests. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm from Athens. I'm totally fine with that, you know. That slightly knocked overness gave it a personality. Like in France, they love it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like I like when some of them, uh, like the cosmic debris, how like it it breaks the barrier, which is you know fitting. Being has like well, that's that space. That's because you're going to warp speed hops, dude. Yeah, exactly. Warp speed hops. <laughs> you ah, like you look at the can and your face should like be blown by like a wind blower. A leaf blower should be pointed at your face whenever you're. <laughs> looking at it well it was just funny when we were it, um kim deacon's original artwork was m- very similar very simple and very elegant but those were revision requests and it was really funny they were like we want the people to feel like they're going through a asteroid field warp speed of hops and i was like you got it we're there yeah and then, then yeah <laughs> yeah then you have like the loch ness monster coming out like it's just it's just nice because it breaks that barrier without you know but you're, oh yeah. yeah! But it is yeah, great. Yeah, that was that. That is like one. That has got to be like I love the color scheme on that one so much, and it is it is it is really cool. I'm looking forward to the next cosmic debris. I hope that all the cosmic debris are a different artist, 
and I hope that every single one like does does um, justice to like you know the Frank Zappa crazy wonderfulness that that time period was. Plus, that's like my favorite beer. You don't have to drink too many of them. I mean, literally, you drink two. Yeah, so we don't get a lot of creature comfort up here. So I have had, I've had a few, but I haven't had I haven't. Had, that's. We're, oh, we're, I'll we're, try and change that. We're beer agnostic, so yeah, we're just we're, we're just talking because of the art, so it's cool. It, work, it works out well. We always hope the beer tastes as cool as the the art looks. So, so we're doing. That's our that's our thing. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's like poster art because I always collected posters. For I would band, go, yeah. you yeah. know, I would go to DC, and I I learned about like my favorite high school band, The Makeup, because I stole one of their posters. And then I went home and I was like, what is this? You know, I like went to my local record shop and ordered it and was just like, yes, there we go. But post, it's, it's advertising. Oh, if yeah. you can't experience it, you need the simulacra of some visual beauty in order to have a, you know, a fake simulacra experience. That probably made no sense. Number one, 90% of the culture does not know what simulacra means i'm gonna google that shit though so i mean i'm i'm, I'm definitely i wrote that down so i'm good <laughs> yeah i do i, I, I yeah this is self-serving yeah. gum, and uh. they say it's cherry flavored but all you taste is the color pink oh there you go um simulacra is seeing the green flower of bp and thinking solar energy even though you are pumping your car full of dinosaur juice yeah Simulacra is advertising. It's to simulate an experience because the other experience is not there. It's a way of, it's a honey trap. That that makes perfect sense to me. So you just enlightened me. So I'm, I'm good. That's good to me. This is this is a self-serving project too. I like to learn. I get. I feel like it's smarter every time I talk to folks. I mean, the, the bar set pretty low on that, but I mean, definitely trying to to learn as much as we can and. I also like. Oh, don't you. worry. I, I'm 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 an autodidact. I dropped out of everything. Yep. <laughs> I dropped out of high school. I dropped out of college. You know. But it's all part of the experience. It's all part of the. Yeah, it's all, and the it's crazy thing the, is, SCAD will accept high school dropouts. This the skills. Yeah, whatever the the stories built brought you to this, right? It's all part of the journey. So that's when all, if you wouldn't be you wouldn't be the same without that. So it's always. Oh good. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I got to jump around from different departments. Like, having different mentors, it was amazing. But I'm, like, really ADD and hard to keep in one place. Anyway. I could so. see that, Kim. I could see that. I mean, it, definitely. So, I, But that's a compliment. And I do love I do love that what you said before. You said that the kind of how the three-fifths, two-fifths, like the, the two-fifths, the bottom part, that's what people kind of notice. And it doesn't even have the logo. So that's kind of, that's adventurous in and of itself to take that. You know, that standout piece that because you really have to enjoy the 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 other three fifths by having a close the close closeness right that you can't see the in- yeah it's really the- weird to have that as your brand it's kind of like when Verizon started using architecturally just a red illuminated line right as there like I like it when logos become like almost whispers you know where it's like you only have to do the most minimalist thing all it is is a constant repetition that people come to know and love. I agree. Yeah, like I said, like, you, I mean, they all line up, and they say the name of the beer, but they don't say the name. So I mean, it's just, it's it's a good risk that that works really well, and so that I uh, I applaud you for that. Well, well, thank you to Creature Comforts for taking a risk on me. So, and thanks to David Stein for like living with my old copywriter and hearing about me. So, thank goodness, everything is great. So. We're all, we're all connected. Awesome. So lastly, then, um, really quick, just, I know you said you make, you have your, your playlist every, every, uh, season for the, for the office, but can you drop some, I mean, drop some, what are you listening to right now? There's like wind chimes going on in the background there. There's like, there's definitely like, even, there's even like I'm music. Sorry, I'm outside. I'm always, I have a swing bed. Don't apologize. I, I, I like it. Calls, I'm yeah. always like chilling on the swing bed. Yeah, no, it's been great. Cause like you're talking like you're these like nice points you're making. And it has like these like lovely, it's like built-in uh, background music, so yeah, I, I'm digging on it. I'm just trying to hypnotize your audience. Oh, yeah. Um, you're all getting very sleepy. I just booked the flight to Athens, so yeah, so it worked. I'm on my way. Okay. Yes. Yeah, this town's all about yoga, um, all about <laughs> chilling, all about guided meditation. I was at the bar the other night, and there was guided meditation. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, that was the show, was a guided meditation. Um, 
And then, but no, this, this sounds pretty cool. But yeah, I'm inside now. If there's anything you want to ask me to close up. Yeah, just uh, what do you, what kind of drop some? What are you listening to? What's what's on the uh, the fall office mix? What do we got going on the office um, mix? The adverts. Um, I'm really into Jonathan Bree right now. I have a crush on him, even though he's just a a, a weird celeb look like of my husband. Um, let me look it up. We'll talk about your well, yeah. Drop uh, plug your husband's music. What's he doing? his sonata he won't that album probably come out when he dies he just goes in that room and records and i just hear like beautiful sounds come out and i haven't heard anything he was in a band called gold party and when we met he was in a band called boulevard all right but um let's take a look there's robert palmer there's leisure there's trust folkazoid can psychic tv King Cruel Magazine, Brian Jonestown Massacre, Win in Rome, obviously, Thompson Twins, Cemeteries, Pulp, um, The Vibrators, Hunks and His Punks, Roxy Music, and Ghetto Brothers. Oh, you guys send me that list. Cause I, I, and no, my that's... favorite, Beyond the Wizard Sleeve. All right. That's a lot of new music for me, so I'm pretty excited. That, like, this is the one. And then we... Uh... We 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 take our group of artists and twelve twelve together twelve of them and they make a twelve pack and then we create a public uh, playlist for for of your favorite tunes and then we share that so it's kind of cool like what the artists listen to when they're when they're doing their thing so I'm uh, excited yeah a lot of, a lot of good new music for me to check out so well thanks so much Kim I, I enjoyed it like I said you are an amazing person to speak to I really you made my job super easy you just hit all the all the points I, great story. A lot of adventure, and I definitely would like to catch up in 3D at some point. Cool. I look forward to hosting you. All right. It's a fun town. Definitely come in the summer. All right. All right. All right, Kim. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. And there you have it, folks. Kim Kirby, Young Athenians, the creative force behind Creature Comfort, Athens, Georgia, right here on the 16-ounce canvas. The Art of Craft Beer Podcast. I don't know. There's so much to say. I really I really enjoyed talking with Kim. It was one of the more eclectic and interesting interviews that we've done because it was really easy for me. I actually had to find myself trying not to speak because Kim was so fluid and the stories that she told were great. Her perspective, you know, really touched on a lot of great points from trying to start your own business, how to treat your art and, you know, that relative business, showed her journey, her humility, where she, you know, went and ended up and the folks that she worked with. I mean, she dropped so many names and it was so fluid. It wasn't self-serving, you know, really just the energy she has. She's a creative force and her appreciation for art and design and those around her was just really self-evident and it was something really unique and we've done you know this is episode you know 41 and it's really just exciting because you never really get the same thing twice and that's the beauty of it you know uh, everyone that we've you know encountered has you know been different been creative and even in speaking with her you know the fact that she's working with Hal who we interviewed early on you know with Wicked Weed Hal Golson you know, went going to SCAD, you know, Mike Lawrence, Tired Hands, then talking about the work that, you know, she'd love to see a course about, you know, the business of art. And, you know, we have Matt Leach, you know, who's doing that also, you know, uh, Brothers Brewing and Virginia, uh, you know, Beer Company. So it's really amazing how all these folks are intertwined, but yet kind of exist in their own orbits. And so really just kind of really blessed. It was really just kind of a great way to end the year. You know, in you know, review or looking back at 2017 here at the at the canvas, we're really just kind of proud of everything that we've we've done. You know, it's something that you know we do out of our you know, home studio, and we really are pushing forward and really meeting some great people. You know, originally we just thought, okay, well, I'm in the New England area, I'll probably be able to get a lot more New England based you know artists. But we've reached out to folks, you know, you know across the country, you know, Georgia, you know, California, Sweden. Maine, you know, uh, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, 
Illinois, uh, Iowa, Indiana. So, I mean, we're, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll make a little map. Maybe we'll do something. And with that, we have a lot of creative ideas or ways to share what we're doing. And they're always kind of WIP, work in progress. And we're trying to get those up there, trying to get those on the site. You know, new ways to search or ways to, you know, look by brewery or by artist and find ways to learn, you know, about what we've been doing or just search and kind of support those who support us. So we're trying to, you know, we are always working on that. I'd love to say that we can get all these ideas in motion right away. But it just, you know, that's just not a realistic, you know, expectation right now. But we are going to keep pushing forward. And who knows, maybe we'll add some you know, members to the team. If you're listening and you're interested in, you know, participating or being part of the, the 16 ounce, you know, change us from the rural we to an actual literal we, you know, we're always open for that also. You know, don't hezitate to get in touch. AJ at 16ozcanvas.com. That's our website, 16ouncecanvas.com. You can find us, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, just, just sharing the love, getting it out there to the people, and we hope that you're you know, enjoying it. So I just wanted to take another moment to, to thank everybody for being you know being a part of the project. We thank you for listening. We really appreciate all the reviews and ratings. And if you haven't had a chance to, head on over to iTunes. You know, give us a review or a rating. It helps uh, to increase our visibility in the search world. And we're just getting out there. You know, The, the numbers don't lie. And week by week, we continue to, to move up. We definitely have some exciting things in the works um, in the early alpha phases for 2018 that we love to, you know, you know, bring to life and, you know, bring you along with us for those adventures. And that's really what this is. It's one big adventure. It's one exciting experience that I've been blessed to share with everybody and really want to thank the artists. Thanks, everybody who's listening. You know, thank the breweries who are, you know, making that you know, investment or finding the art and the visualization and the branding and the design, et cetera, et cetera, to be an important part of their business. So cheers to everybody. Have a safe, happy new year. Please, please, please be safe. Don't be stupid. You know, if you're having a good time, we love it. You know, go, you know, go big, but just get home. Okay. So either have a friend who's not going to, you know, partake or maybe just doesn't partake at all or, you know, Uber that Uber it up. Uber is a great technology. Obviously, they have some social issues, so if you that you know you can always go lift, or uh, you know a taxi, or you know sleep it out. But you know just be smart. You know we're not trying to be your parent, but we love to know that you came home safe and you know had the stories to, to tell about it. And hey, maybe you don't remember them. Maybe you went so hard, but just don't be stupid. Maybe set yourself a little reminder in your phone. You know around 11:30 midnight, just saying you know self check in. You know make sure you're okay. So. Don't be a stranger. Please keep in touch. Remember, Kim Kirby, Young Athenians, youngathenians.com. Creature Comfort is the brewery. Kim Kirby is the the force, the creative energy that we were able to, you know, tap into and share for, for a small period of time. And so we thank Kim and we thank everybody who's been on the podcast. So Happy New Year's, everybody. Until next time, I'm AJ. I'm your host. And we'll see you in 2018, episode 41 comes to a close. Adios.